0: Has U.S. Space Command received advanced technologies from the Galactic Federation? You're listening to ExoPolitics Today with Dr. Michael Sala, your source for the uncensored truth regarding the human, extraterrestrial, global and political agenda. Click the like button and subscribe to this channel. And now, here's Dr. Michael Sala. The Galactic Federation of Worlds is sharing advanced technologies with the U.S. Space Command to prevent future infiltration by hostile extraterrestrials according to the latest update by one of two known contactees working with the Federation. On August 29, I got an update from Megan Rose regarding a communication she had just received from her primary Galactic Federation source, Valnek. The information is very significant given real-time events concerning outer space and the creation of new satellite systems. In my August 27 interview with Megan, she described the history of her contact experiences with the Galactic Federation and how Valnek, a spacecraft pilot, rescued her from two negative alien abduction incidents at ages 5 and 9. He has subsequently been monitoring Megan it was in 2019 that her memories of the childhood incidents were fully restored, and she received a physical implant through which she can telepathically communicate with Valnek, who now is in a senior leadership position with the Federation. Megan's experiences and communications with the Galactic Federation corroborate another contactee, Elena Danan, who had earlier met Valnek aboard one of the spacecraft that she was taken to in 1987 when she was an archaeology student in France. In her book, A Gift from the Stars, Elena described meeting Valnek after she was invited to sit in the pilot's chair by her primary contact, Thorhan. Quote, The co-pilot beside me had slightly different features than the rest of the crew. Although he also had blonde hair, it was scarcer and short. His face was more elongated, and he had a prominent chin. His eyes were also different, more slender and indigo, nearly black. He had a thin and hooked nose. His name was Valneck, and I would learn later that he is originally from Epsilon Eridani and Thorhand's best friend. When Megan began communicating with Elena more than three decades later, She sent information about Valnek that was not in Elena's book or publicly available, and the information was subsequently confirmed by Thorhan. So, in the case of Megan and Elena, we have two individuals with separate abduction incidents taking place in different continents and decades apart, confirming that they had been rescued by the crew of the same Galactic Federation spacecraft. Both Megan and Elena's information are complementary and consistent, which is not surprising given the close relationship between their primary extraterrestrial contacts, Valnek and Thorhan, who have performed many missions together. According to Megan and Elena, Valnek and Thorhan have spent decades rescuing children from extraterrestrial abductions performed by Greys, from the Nebu Orion Alliance and Reptilians with the Draco Empire. There is a long history of child abductions by extraterrestrials that were first exposed by Alex Collier in the 1990s. Alex is a very credible source who has paid a heavy personal price for his bravery in coming forward with such disturbing information three decades ago, which is finally receiving more attention today. In assessing Megan and Lena's information, what needs to be kept in mind is that both are receiving and sharing real-time intelligence data. This is not information that will appear in the mainstream media, nor are government or corporate officials likely to reveal it anytime soon. Nevertheless, the Galactic Federation has chosen Elena and Megan to be conduits of for the general public learning the truth in this time of our global awakening as a galactic civilization. The Federation is very careful not to be too specific with what is revealed in terms of personnel, operations and organizations in order to protect Elena and Megan from possible retaliation. It's left up to others to analyze updates to make educated guesses about personnel and other specifics In order to make headway with what is secretly happening on earth and around our solar system so now we are ready to examine the update from valnek that i received from megan on august 29 quote valnek the moon base is a very large structure built with impenetrable technology this technology was given from us the galactic federation of worlds to the u.s military in order for them to have a base that is protected from energy weapons and other weapons that use a frequency to hack technology. The walls of the base are built with the same technology we use for portals. Only those who have the frequency key are allowed access. Without it, entering or invading using energy weapons is impossible. This is important as the Reptilians and Greys, the Orion Alliance, have the ability to invade areas using their technology, similar to ours, but not as advanced. The base is secure, and with the help of the Galactic Federation of Worlds, we have set up a grid that covers the entire planet. There are sections of the grid that correspond to each satellite. This technology has an interdimensional component, which is very important. It does not allow anything to pass through it and works as a protective mechanism for planet Terra. This is very important because the Zeta Reticuli and Nebu create wormholes to invade different planetary systems instead of using a portal. The satellite surveillance is located inside the base on the moon where we are training engineers from the US military to use it. This is good news. Planet Terra is secure. I salute you. Megan Are all the dark portals on planet Terra closed, Valnick? I cannot share that information. What I can say, it is under control. The portal in Antarctica is in the hands of the Alliance. There are many portals all over planet Terra. I cannot say much more because there are active operations going on underground, underneath your planet. It is in the process of being cleared out, Megan. Is there anything else that you want me to share? Valnick, everything is under control. Do not consent to fear. It is my greatest duty and honor to be in service to humanity at this time. I will share more as our operations are ongoing. End quote. There are several issues raised in this update worth elaborating upon. First, regarding the base given to the US military, This is almost certainly referring to U.S. Space Command, which is headed by General James Dickinson. Space Command coordinates all space activities by the different branches of the U.S. military, including Space Force and the U.S. Navy, along with the space commands of partner nations such as Australia, Canada, France, Germany, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. Currently, This coordination in space by the Combined Space Commands under US leadership is called the Combined Space Operations Initiative. It makes up the bulk of the Earth Alliance that is being given the responsibility for managing our solar system with the collapse of the Dark Fleet and their extraterrestrial allies according to information from the Galactic Federation. It's also noteworthy that Valnek referred to training engineers from the U.S. military to use the new advanced technologies. On August 24, the U.S. Space Force released a recruitment video for new guardians to join with expertise in the space sciences, including engineering. In his update, it was not clear whether Valnek was referring to a new base built by the Galactic Federation that was handed over to U.S. Space Command Or a refurbished pre existing moon base. In 2014, it was first revealed by insiders that Lunar Operations Command, built over a former Dark Fleet base, was handed over to the US after secret agreements were reached during the Eisenhower administration with the Fourth Reich and their Draco Reptilian patrons. Eventually, the Interplanetary Corporate Conglomerate would play a leading role in controlling the Lunar Operations Command, along with the secret space program facilities in Antarctica. With the solar system-wide collapse of the Dark Fleet and the Interplanetary Corporate Conglomerate due to Joint Galactic Federation and Earth Alliance interventions, it would make sense that Lunar Operations Command would be handed over to the Earth Alliance comprising the space commands of major nations. I asked Megan a question over the moon base, which she relayed to Valnek, who quickly replied, The Q&A follows, Question. First, when Valnek is talking about a moon base built with impenetrable technology, is he talking about a brand new base or a refurbished one? Lunar Operations Command was a secret facility used for decades by the US military, Dark Fleet and the corporate space program. It was built over an old Nazi base that was handed over after agreements. Was this base, Lunar Operations Command, equipped with the impenetrable technology? Or an entirely new moon base was built by the Federation? There are many bases on the moon. The base I am referring to is an entirely new base built with new technology. The walls of the base are built with special materials used by the Federation. The old bases are being refurbished, this is true, but it is not the one I am specifically referring to. Lunar Operations Command is in the hands of the Alliance, I can confirm. The purpose of the different bases can be revealed at a later date. It was necessary to build a new construction due to the materials being used. It is new technology that has never been used on the Moon before. End quote. Valnek's response makes clear that an entirely new moon base has been built for the U.S. Space Command and the Earth Alliance, which has hack-proof walls and infrastructure to prevent any infiltration by the Gray, Reptilian and Orion-aligned extraterrestrial groups. The new moon base is destined to play a critical role in coordinating the activities of different nations and corporations that have space programs for beyond Earth's orbit. I next focused on the following element from Valnek's statement. Quote, We have set up a grid that covers the entire planet. There are sections of the grid that correspond to each satellite. This technology has an interdimensional component which is very important. It does not allow anything to pass through it and works as a protective mechanism for planet Terra. End quote. It was clear that the planetary grid Valneck was referring to is the Space Fence, built by Lockheed Martin and controlled by the U.S. Space Force out of Kwajalein Atoll in the Marshall Islands. Here is how Space Fence is officially described on Lockheed's website. Quote, space Fence, now the world's most advanced radar, provides uncued detection, tracking and accurate measurement of space objects, including satellites and orbital debris, primarily in low Earth orbit. The new radar permits the detection of much smaller microsatellites and debris than current systems. It also significantly improves the timeliness with which operators can detect space events. The flexibility and sensitivity of the system also provides coverage of objects in geosynchronous orbit while maintaining the surveillance fence. Quote. The Space fence's use of ground and space-based radar systems creates a comprehensive planetary grid ostensibly as an early warning system against dangerous near-Earth objects, asteroids. Its real purpose, however, was to create a detection system for any unauthorized entry into Earth's airspace by different extraterrestrial groups and off-planet space programs. I asked Megan whether I was on the right track in my speculation about the planetary grid, its relation to Space Fence, and Elon Musk's Starlink, which she relayed to Valnick, who again responded. Quote, "Question Regarding the satellite grid the Galactic Federation of Worlds and Earth Alliance are building, my guess would be that it would be connected to the Space Fence that is controlled by the US Space Force. Also, Elon Musk's Starlink satellite system may play a big role as the plan is to send up to 40,000 microsatellites into space to form the kind of grid Valnek is referring to. Does that sound about right in terms of Valnek saying in his message, there are sections of the grid that correspond to each satellite? Valneck, yes, that is correct. Space force is involved. Yes, exactly, this is correct. I am very impressed with his research. Quote. The idea that a planetary grid is being set up to prevent infiltration by unwelcome extraterrestrials via Elon Musk's Starlink is important to know. That makes Starlink's recent announcement that they were adding, quote, laser crosslinks enabling the satellites to communicate with each other to reduce their reliance on ground stations, End quote, very important. This would make the planetary space grid fully autonomous and provide real-time detection against infiltration by our planet's former extraterrestrial overlords. Musk, along with Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson, attended the Jupiter meetings, which both Valneck and Thorhan have independently confirmed, as I've previously discussed. Interestingly, Musk, Bezos and Branson have all been invited to Russia to allegedly watch the launch, of the Soyuz MS-19 mission on October 5. This is clearly a cover story for their real purpose in travelling to Russia. The truth is that they are more likely there to implement key aspects of the Jupiter agreements over fast-tracking technology releases. Musk, in particular, may be seeking Russian assistance to optimise the Starlink satellite system that is being used to set up the planetary defence grid to keep out unwelcome extraterrestrials traveling to Earth via spacecraft, interdimensionally, through wormholes or through portals. In conclusion, there are momentous events happening in space that involve coordination between major spacefaring nations and the Galactic Federation of Worlds that open up our solar system to humanity. The control system created by the Dark Fleet and their extraterrestrial and corporate allies for controlling life in our solar system is being quickly replaced by a multinational space alliance headed by U.S. Space Command. This is making possible the creation of a Star Trek future as outlined in a 2019 Space Futures Workshop Report which is available online. To learn more about our Star Trek future, I recommend my 2021 book, Space Force Our Star Trek Future, and my upcoming September 11 webinar, which covers all the recent developments towards this bright future. While the information presented by Megan and Elena in their respective updates about Galactic Federation activities may be difficult for some to accept as genuine, it is consistent with confirmable real-time events as I've described in this and previous articles. It's important to keep an open mind while investigating their information and enormous changes over the management of outer space that is unfolding before our very eyes. I wish to thank Megan Rose for sending me Valneck's update and his responses to my questions You have been listening to ExoPolitics Today with Dr. Michael Sala. Subscribe, like, and share. Stay informed and be aware. Visit ExoPoliticsToday.com.